I have a poem I want to read for you, Adam. Ooh. Yeah. A slam poetry? A little bit. And by the okay. way, it just has like a general rule. I don't I don't think poems are chill. You don't you don't think poems are chill? Nah, you don't they're like, poetry? like Nah, they're just like short stories but too short. And like there's poems that are like eight words long and they're famous like you can't be famous off of eight words get out of here but this poem this poem spoke to me and i think it will speak to what we're talking about today the show it's called be drunk that's the poem name (laughs) yeah it's a good name you have to always be drunk that's all there is to it it's the only way so as to not feel the horrible burden of time that breaks your back and bends you to the earth you have to be continually drunk but on what wine Poetry (laughs) or virtue, as you wish, but be drunk. And if sometimes on the steps of a palace or the green grass of a ditch, in the mournful solitude of your room, you wake again, drunkenness already diminishing or gone, ask the wind, the wave, the star, the bird, the clock, everything that is flying, everything that is groaning, everything that is rolling, everything that is singing, everything that is speaking, ask what time it is. And the wind, wave, star, bird, clock, etc. will answer you. It is time to be drunk, so as to not be the martyred slaves of time. Be drunk, be continually drunk, on wine, on poetry, or on virtue, as you wish. Wow. That's by a guy named Chuck. Chuck, <laughs> what a He wrote it name. in 2003, and I found it on the depths of the internet. So, I have a fun fact. I would love that. Uh, that was a beautiful poem with wonderful wordplay. Sure. Uh, the shortest poem ever written mm-hmm. is just the letter M in lowercase. I hate that. I hate that so much. Yep. So. What does it mean, man? You know, M. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's why it's, I don't like um, The shortest poem, uh-huh. according to the Guinness Book of Records, is a one-letter poem by... Aram Sor- Saryoyan. <laughs> Saryoyan. That person's name is much longer than the poem they wrote. Yes, comprising a four-legged version of the letter M. Oh, there are like legs and stuff? No, it's literally just the letter M. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it. You know what? I'm going to write a poem. Okay, new Guinness. You yeah. hearing this? They're not. I'm going to write the new shortest poem. You ready? Here it is. Silence. It was silence in that moment. There was actually nothing. And what does it mean? You know, could mean so much, but it actually what it means is nothing. And that's like the whole thing of it, you know? Mm. So I'm reading this a little bit more mm. and it, it is just a play on the letter M. I'll read the poem in full now. Okay. Adam had him. End poem. So not just the letter M. The le- the name Adam, like me. Sure. And then the word had, H-A-D, with an oh, apostrophe course. E-M, period. Adam had him. Huh. Yeah. It's Was called Lines on the Antiquity of Microbes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've changed my mind completely. That poem slaps, and I love poems. Honestly, <laughs> it's also referred to as, the, as just the word fleas. <laughs> Changed my mind again. I hate him. Uh, I don't. I I don't like this. (laughs) I don't like that one bit. You know, Adam. Life comes at you in segments, and also, Mm. by the way, 
segments are what this podcast is missing. Also, a common thing I say on this podcast is blank is what this podcast is missing. Sure, uh, sure. I, I'm I'm don't think I'm not aware of that. I am still still working on that theme song. Never gonna happen. And yeah. <laughs> uh, so segments is my next one that I'm gonna try. And uh, we're gonna sure. do a segment this week called <laughs> Shows and Movies We've Been Watching This Week. The name of the segment does need some workshopping for sure. But as this podcast was sort of built upon a foundation of television and movies, mm. I figured even on ones that we're not talking about uh, that or those mediums, we should at least like touch on what we've been watching, you know? Absolutely. Oh, sick. Yeah. What have you been watching? Um, holiday Baking Championship. Okay. Describe that in detail. So it is a holiday baking championship <laughs> this is a lot like the poem i'm now realizing <laughs> this is adam adam you know <laughs> <laughs> adam adam um, dude no so it's on i believe it's on hbo max or, or now max um and it is a baking competition where bakers are baking various goods of different themes so they have a halloween baking championship which was very good mm. and now we're going into holiday so they just did thanksgiving and now we're going into Christmas. And right. uh, Hannah and I watch this every week. It's okay. lovely. It's similar to Great British Bake Off, but not quite as sweet and endearing. So worse. Yeah, I definitely don't like the people as much as I do the Great British Bake Off, um, which is in its final episode this week. I know. Tomorrow. I know. So I know. that. Um, and then I also rewatched Oppenheimer in 4K Ultra HD. Whoa. Because um, I purchased it, and boy, is it pretty. Yeah. Did it did it blow your gourd, dude? It was unreal. So as you know, and as some of our listeners may know, we did go see this in 70 millimeter, 15 perf IMAX film in Providence, and it was glorious. But right. this was a another level of clarity. So now we saw a huge screen. Obviously, IMAX is gigantic. It's like three stories so tall. But this was on my home television. I have a 55-inch OLED Samsung TV. It's a wow. dope TV. The shots of Killian Murphy, like, up close were so... Ta- it was, like, the most tack-sharp thing I've ever seen on television. I really like when they zoom in on all of his pores one by one. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> but it was... um. It was a great experience to re-watch it again, not being so enamored with the size of the screen, but actually able to watch it normally and hear things. So I, I picked up on things here and there. I felt a little bit more enveloped with the whole story because I was in a more comfortable setting generally. Um, so I'm all for the home movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm a home movie guy. I, I like yeah. subtitles and mm. you can't get subtitles in IMAX. You could, I guess, if you asked politely, but I have never had the chance to. Right. Because <laughs> I, I just don't know the IMAX guys. I, I don't, yeah, you I can don't know do that who, though. Who owns the IMAX? So, well, I don't know if IMAX it. does it, but I know a lot of the movie theaters have like the accessibility subtitle machines you can get. Oh, so true. Which is pretty cool. I need them because I can't hear things. <laughs> but what have you been watching, dude? This week, I have been watching lots of stuff. So mm. we uh, watched Gen V, the. Uh, Gen the v. offshoot show. Oh, of yes, you talked to me about this. The Boys. Yeah. And it is a show of, you know, what if superheroes 
were Hogwarts, but in the boys' <laughs> universe. <laughs> what if they were wizards and witches? Right, but like in the boys' universe, so like gross, but in a cool way. Sure. And uh, it, it is a link between seasons three and four, and uh, it has a whole new cast of characters mm. of uh, of late teens, early 20s, you know, just uh, fighting to be rank one, the rank <laughs> one superhero in the school. But as it is in the boys' universe, there are some dastardly dealings, some uh, Vought-based mischief that they are unraveling throughout the season. And they have weird powers. That's kind of the best part, I would argue, about the boys, how weird the powers can be. Like, uh, the main character has the ability to bloodbend. And if you... What? Uh, yeah, if you are <laughs> an Avatar The Last Airbender fan and know, like, airbending, waterbending, earthbending... Blood bending. Fire. <laughs> this lady can bend, but only blood. And that makes it real weird. Oh, weird. Gross. And is it gory? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it gets gross. Okay. In the best way. But <laughs> uh, she does have to like maim herself to be able to do her blood bending with her uh, with her <laughs> I'll call it like her homemade juice the stuff inside her body <laughs> and uh every time she does it I have to look away because <laughs> really it, oh yeah I mean Ooh. I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy lately which is a show about <laughs> surgery and <laughs> I realized very quickly like oh 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 stop doing that oh it's all about surgery they're never going to stop doing that you've never been a very gore like a fan of gore generally oh you? no no i love like you know quinn tarantino's entire uh that's, movieography that's is, different though i know <laughs> that's it's like just, fountains very akin to the original like so kurosawa nice. stuff <laughs> yeah it's it's sharp objects mm. doing the thing that sharp stuff does you know yeah, 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 cut flesh <laughs> <laughs> don't want it don't <laughs> hey not for me, but still a very good show. Yeah. And uh, and if you're into the boys and haven't watched it, I think it's really great because, uh, you know, it's in the same universe and a few uh, characters from the boys show up. I won't okay. say who because pretty that cool. would spoil it. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I also watched a show on Netflix called The Nearly Normal Family, which never heard of that is like a five-part or six-part limited series that is based off of a Norwegian book, and it is actually a Norwegian show. Uh, and we watched the dubbed version, which we came to the conclusion very quickly, like, okay, we're going to watch five minutes of this. And if the mouth's moving and not doing the words they're supposed to do freaks us out enough, uh, <laughs> then we're going to stop. But freaks you out enough. <laughs> yeah, like the your mouth's not doing what the words are. So, but found out, find out. Nah, we were fine. Past like five minutes, you kind of just kind of like forget that. That's yeah, I was, I was gonna say, did you ever? Did you watch Squid Game? Because that's how that was. Uh, I we watched Squid Game with subtitles. If given yeah, yeah, the yeah. opportunity, usually, uh, uh, we will watch the subbed version of shows. Oh, so they didn't even have a subbed version. I bet they did, but uh. it's not. Like I pressed play and then I put the remote down 
and it was over. You know, me grabbing the remote, oh. that couldn't happen anymore. So <laughs> sure. it became not possible. And so, uh, you know, but anyway, it was fine. And it's a show about a lady whose life is going real bad. And her family's <laughs> lives are going real bad. And the, she meets a man. And the man is the light of her life. And then it turns out her life was actually, she didn't know it, continuously being real bad. And uh, whew, it is a... Uh, it's a murder mystery, isn't it? There's a murder. There's a murder. Okay, murder mysteries are cool. Did you watch um, Glass Onion? Of course. And Knives Out. Those are great. Love those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not the vibe no. of a nearly normal family. I'll be <laughs> I honest don't imagine with you. So <laughs> those kind of are they're playful in a way. Mm. Uh, nearly normal family is not playful. It is intense and sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's sad. It's, oh yeah, there's this. Remember when I was telling you about this girl? How her life was going real bad. Sure, it is not going real <laughs> bad in a fun way. Oh no, <laughs> I mean not that there's any fun version of that generally, but to be no, sad there, is like a whole is. other level of emotion. Yeah, no, it's it's a bummer. But uh, <laughs> I I would recommend it if again I would give it five minutes and and see what your feelings are. Uh, also watched the new Mike Birbiglia special, The Old Man in the Pool. Oh, I'm, I, I'm not up on stand-up comedy specials, I'll mm, be honest with you. So, I, I mean, mean, I didn't even have any idea that he was coming out with a new special. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like a one-man show. Yeah, It's like, he's the kind of stand-up who calls it a one-man show, and then you start watching it, and you're like, okay, well, to call it a one-man show, like, prove it. Like, prove that. It's not just you st- doing stand up because that's a stand up special, my dude. Mm. You can't just put a special label on it and call it something. Now it was, and uh, <laughs> it was pretty. I good. like you know, him too. I like. I like him, him as well. I, I like his uh, his podcast. Uh, I think it's called Working It Out or Working Out something like that. And uh, this was all. He, he's the kind of comic who is like joke, 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 sad sentence, silence. Yeah. Yes. And um, that was very evident in his last special I saw, the one with with all the toys that fell from the ceiling at the end. Oh, my God. I love that part. That was a great special. But, like, it was pretty, like, real in a lot of cases. Right. I don't think it's my favorite stand-up special of the year. I still think Shane Gillis' Beautiful Dogs takes that uh, as probably the best stand-up special this year. But... It was up there. It was pretty good. Uh, Neil Brennan's Blocks it. as well. I don't know if you guys have watched that, but that's also super. But also, Neil Brennan's Blocks is very much uh, in the same space as Old Man in the Pool. Uh, laugh, laugh, laugh. Sad sentence. Silence. <laughs> I like that description because it's it's exactly how it plays out. <laughs> and then I watched Bye Bye Barry. Uh, Sam was on her phone the whole time because she was 0% into it. Uh, Bye Bye Barry, a... A documentary about Barry Sanders, a uh, a running back from the uh, ni- 90s and early 2000s who w- was very, very good, but on a losing team. And that's a bit of a tragedy because uh, he was so good at football. And then he decided to quit like early. He was going to definitely get the rushing record, but he just was like, I'm done, I think. And so it's less of a, it's not it's a mystery, but not much of a, like a murder. It's like a, oh, why'd you stop doing it, Barry? Uh, and he's uh, very calm, cool, shy to a degree. Mm. And so I think that was an interesting story. What, what team did he play for? Was he on the Jets? 
No, he was on the Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. <laughs> a historically bad franchise. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I hope that changes. Uh, what is something that you have in the kind of maybe the back of your mind that you want to watch in this upcoming week? Um, well, now that you said uh, Mike Birbiglia has a new special, I'd like to check that out. Um, because, again, I like I like him a lot. And it was the same with... Um, Oh my God, Bo Burnham, when he came out with Inside, oh you were just God. like, you got to watch it. And I'm like, okay. And then it was life-changing. <laughs> right. A little life-changing for, for quite a few people, turns oh, out. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were all stuck inside, like yeah. the name yeah. of the special. It was great. I, you know, that goes beyond just like uh, a comedian performance. It was like uh, truly, to, to a lot of degrees, a work of art in yeah. both the way he filmed it and... His um, obviously his music creation and production and and the way he utilized all of his lights and stuff. It, being an only person in that show was pretty amazing. There was no other stand-up thing I ever had to sell to somebody like it's um uh, brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> That's how I told my buddy Mitch. I was like, you got to watch it. It's tough, but <laughs> it is hard to get through. But you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna like it a lot. And sure enough, you know, every person that uh, I, I encouraged to watch it or watched it after I did were like, this was unreal. And I was like, yep, yeah, that pretty much hits the nail on the head. And then um, we got out of COVID and he uh, apparently left his long-term relationship and started dating oh. Phoebe Bridgers. And mm. uh, the world is, uh, well, they were in shambles about it. Uh, I, I'm, I live in a kind of a swifty bubble, right? Sure, like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm a, I'm on the edge of the Swifty bubble where I I hear everything that's going on in there like an echo around a corner. So I'm not like right in the epicenter of it. But like you know, today some Swifty knowledge dropped, and I got an essay about it. And it oh, is boy. interesting because she has like uh, it, it was she had a song that she put out today where. Uh, her last album, everyone was like, is this a breakup album? Is it not? And then it was Ugh. publicly announced that she broke up with this dude who she was going out with for a long period of time. And a few of the songs, uh, everyone was kind of asking like, when was this written? Because if this was written on a specific day, then it's not a breakup album. But if it Ugh. was written after that day, it definitely was. Yeah, I know I'm getting a lot of pushback from you right now, but as a person <laughs> who has there's, to... There's nothing I care less about. <laughs> Yeah, I can't say that about me. I do care slightly, and uh, and you know it was a banner day for uh, <laughs> Swifty based knowledge. What I will say uh, day. on something I want to watch this week. Yeah, I have not been keeping up with Rick and Morty at all. Uh, neither have I. I haven't watched any of the new stuff. Uh, apparently, there's a episode that mentions or is about disc golf. Our, our buddy James. Well, everyone knows that guy. Well. You got to watch that. I have to watch it. I mean, it's it's within the show that is within an amazing amount of turmoil. The creator being fired and the voices <laughs> of both Rick and Morty being recast and uh, people deciding whether they care or not about that. I don't. And <laughs> but at the same time, the same. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I'm not watching it anymore, though. So what happened? You know, did well, it just get well, worse? You Probably. May maybe. Yeah. Oh, another show that I, I want to watch. It probably won't be by next week, but it definitely will be by the end of the year. As I told you, it will mm. be Loki season two. I gosh, I sure do wish you would yeah. watch that sooner. Yeah, well, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll try. We I want to do like an episode about it and stuff, dude. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was 10, 10 episodes, right? Mm. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that'll that'll be coming in the future because I will watch that. We'll do a, a show on it. December is a tough month. Uh, uh, something that's no. been said um, in my work life a lot is like there's 20 workable days in December. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, there's not. It's like the smallest amount of work days in any month. And everyone is talking about it like it's a really bad thing. And I always have to react like that. You're right. That is a bad thing. (laughs) For money, I get it. For money, that is a bad. If the goal is to make money, which I suppose capitalism. uh, Yeah, bad. But for like any other reason. (laughs) Uh, And before we get to our main segment this week. Oh. um, Which is uh, which will be a lot of fun. Sure. Uh, I just want to bring this up very quickly. After a long, long time, uh, you and I and our D&D group are getting back together on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm so excited. I just, I, I miss, I, it's weird. I miss my character. I miss, <laughs> I miss He's such being, an asshole. <laughs> he's su- I know. I like him so much because yeah. he's me. But like, I love, I miss Montaigne St. James. I love mm. that guy. And I, I like how he's mean to everyone and you just have to deal with it because it's the character. And I know it's just total BS. Yeah. It's just something I made up <laughs> just, to be mean I, to everyone. I wanted to be mean to you. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, too. It's the first time we're doing like an afternoon session. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, like we an early the time afternoon up. session. Yeah. And um, yeah, it should should be good. I always look forward to hanging with the boys and potentially dying in battle. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> you can't die, dude. You are a pirate. I'm a who pirate. Uses smoke manipulation out of I your do. very cool pipe, pipe, cigar, whatever. Cigar, I to whatever, be whatever apparatus you want. Yeah, to defeat your foes. Yeah, and I have like electric smoke. I think Ch- Chad said. Um, what? What does we, that like, mean? Cha- so I have a spell. I can't remember what it is, but it has electric powers that come out of the smoke. Like that's how we built it into the lore. That spell not being called electric smoke, opportunity missed. Yeah, it might very well be called electric smoke. <laughs> That's a dope name. I love that. <laughs> I mean, the name of the episode that you're listening to right now, uh, the audience, is Trust the Process based on this mm. next segment. Sure. But it should be called electric smoke. And honestly, <laughs> huh. Electric smoke. I gotta think about colon, that. Trust the Process. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Everyone knew that they they're in the future. So they know we made that choice. But now you you sort of you heard us organically make that choice. And that's that's the uh, creative process, baby. Yeah. The process of picking titles that someone reads and has no (laughs) clue what that's about. And no one will listen because of it. Amazing. So cool. So you actually pitched this segment. So I'd like you to describe why you did and what it's about. So trust the process. Everyone, at least I think everyone, has some sort of cathartic process or a therapeutic process that they may go through that just brings them peace or happiness or whatever it is, just some sort of process. And and I'll give you an example. One of my processes that I really enjoy doing is making coffee with a pour-over Chemex in a a water kettle. Like I Mm. love the process of, at one point, I used to hand grind the beans. Ooh. I would pour, I would put the filter in the Chemex. I would uh, prime the filter. I would pour the beans in. I would heat the water up. I would, you know, uh, bloom the coffee beans. 
And then I would do the pour over process and swirl, 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 wait, 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 swirl, 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 wait, wait, wait. And I would go through the whole process and I would do that every weekend when I worked um, every day in in the office when I wasn't hybrid. I, I've since uh, kind of reeled in the amount of pour over that I do, but I do, <laughs> do still do it on a pretty average basis. And um, I just really love that process of creating something instead of just putting a pot in a Keurig, you know? Yeah, so, I just so really that's like my the sentence. Process. <laughs> reeled in the pour over. I reeled in the I reeled amount it of in. pour over. I reeled it. I mean, it's a lot of acidity. Let's be honest. I was eating Tums a lot. Mm, I have a poem about coffee. Are you ready? I cannot wait. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Everyone shut up. Coffee. Duncan Hills coffee. Duncan Hills coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. Uh, I, don't, I didn't know that poems could have. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Sorry. poems could have star ratings. That has a one star. That's not good. No, wait, wait, the one you read? Yeah. <laughs> the one star? That's a great poem. I don't know what you're talking about. And then I just sang you the Duncan Hills coffee jingle. Jingle. <laughs> jingle, dude. Jingle. Drinking that coffee. Uh, from Metalocalypse. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed that Another show. Another great show. Yeah. <laughs> so I, when you pitched this, I thought like, what is a routine that gives me solace? Mm. What is, because <laughs> there are some people who detest routine, who shy away, or not even shy away from it, just like keep it at arm's length purposely yeah. because the moment they feel as though they're doing something that they might feel is redundant I, in those moments, especially like if, especially if it's things I really like, I feel calm and better for it. And yeah, it definitely has to be a voluntarial, uh, voluntarial, <laughs> voluntary routine. It, you know, it's I love not your made up words. Yeah, what can I say? I'm a, I'm a weird like. What's that Poet? website that that used to have the like non words with descriptions? Oh, what the oh Urban, Urban Dictionary? Dictionary? Yeah, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Like an urban dictionary. <laughs> you are a walking urban dictionary. But yeah, it has to be a voluntary uh, routine. It can't be something that you're forced to do because that, that's not the, um, you know, finding peace in it. Mm. The first thing I thought of was getting into my car. I don't know why. That's <laughs> Please like, walk us through your steps. <laughs> okay. So I get in my car, right? Yeah. Okay. And I put my water bottle down. My water bottle is too big for the cup holder, which is something I have to rectify. <laughs> but you try every time just to be sure. Uh-uh. It's never going to fit. Oh, I learned okay. that. So <laughs> it gets the passenger seat and I uh, I take it and I just shove it. I shove it so hard <laughs> so it doesn't move. But I still do that thing when I go around uh, a corner to the right where I put my hand on it like I'm putting my hand uh, on the chest of a child. I don't yeah. want to get whiplash. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mom. No probs. And uh, in that scenario, I was your mom. Anyway, <laughs> I then reach over and I get my sunglasses and I have regular mm -hmm. glasses because I'm a blind person. And so and then I clean both of them. This is mm. now I'm just realizing sort of an OCD manic kind of thing. Anyway, <laughs> as you explain it. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning over time. I put those on. Right. I then turn on the car. I put the heat all the way up or the cold all the way down. No matter what I go extreme. And then after <laughs> that, I'm going to like I, I will adjust it to reality. But yeah. at first it is going extreme, baby. And then 
Uh, I go onto my phone and I find what playlist I want to start. Mm. Uh, the playlist I choose will, uh, will you know, it, it will inform the rest of the day. Yeah. And uh, it and defines get, your ride, honestly. Of course. It de- yeah. And it finds a lot of the time, the, be- the beginning of my day, the first song you hear mm-hmm. of the day is, I think, more important than many people will give credit or less. Imp- anyway. What so, was your first song today? No idea, which is why I think <laughs> perhaps it's less important than I give it credit for because Touché. I don't remember. Let's go Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. That's not Love it, that. but I wish it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I then turn off the uh, the emergency break because I don't allow my breaks to be doing extra work during the night. I respect them. And uh, I then back out, you know? Yeah. And I leave, you know? What a process. <laughs> this sucks. That sucked when it just happened, I think actually. it's hilarious. <laughs> I will say, but like, well, why? Why do you feel so? Com- why? Why is there comfort in that process for you? Do, do you do you have any reasoning or just? Yeah, is? no, it's because starting the day with a routine I know is going to be the same no matter what yeah. is just very grounding okay. for me. In a world, you know, Adam, in a world <laughs> that is has all uh, so hubbub and you know, just very ungrounded. <laughs> Ungrounded, I could. You could also say unhinged. Even unhinged is a good term for it. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. And uh, doing something that is hinged at the beginning of my day, uh, I think, just allows me to uh, to to shake off the cobwebs and get into it. Here's a poem called "Unhinged." Come on in and care. Show me you care for me a bit. Win my affection and earn my trust. Oh. Uh, the the website I was on <laughs> <laughs> just uh, an ad came up and covered it, and it's one of those ads that won't go away. So oh, that poem's the worst. <laughs> and if you uh, want to finish your own personal poems or anything else for that matter, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. For one or more dollar a month, you get these podcasts earlier and ad-free, plus extra bonus content, and you get to join a Discord where you get to tell us what you'd like us to make next or just, like, complain with us, which is mainly what happens on Discords. And also, as an added benefit, Adam reads your name at the end of every main channel podcast, which is happening right now. Yes, but before I read the list of lovely patrons that subscribe to us, I'm going to read you a poem, Ryan. God, I love that. It's called The Impossibility of Bad Poetry. I love this. A poem is born, somehow like men, and then is, like a flower or a razor blade, and lives forever like a saint. Will it slay me, or end this dirty vice, or teach, or pity, turmoil, miracle? A tender connection needs truth, needs beauty. Poetry? (laughs) End poem. Every poem should end with poetry? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, Adam Donging, Ryan, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig John Jewers, Major Woody, Butter Nichols, Susan, and Buffalo Pizzle for your subscriptions. I love that this list is getting longer. Please make me read more names. 
We'd also like to shout out to Sunshine and Brentkin for being our $5 a month uh, tier patrons. Thank you so much for what you do for us. It just allows us to be pretty chill and create content mm. for you all. And mm. uh, we hope that you like it. And, you know, we like doing it. So, you know, it's kind of a two-way street, guys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Kind of a two-way street, <laughs> and you're not holding up your side of the bargain. How Our dare current patrons you? are doing great. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got aggressive at the end. I like that. Yeah. Poetry? Make me smile and know I mean it. When you've had your fill and the oh. time is right for you, go on, throw me to the curb. But for now, go ahead and act sincere. Make sure to shine out my darkness. And don't forget to appear seamless. Remember to tell... Forget to tell me... You are the one who's unhinged. <laughs> Poetry? <laughs> Poetry sucks, dude. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more, right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.